Right. Hello, I'm Jay. And I'm Rachel. And this is No Podcast. Yes, where we talk about stuff like BL, K-pop, murder mysteries, random things, how, uh, I don't know what day it was until, I didn't know what day it was until like noon because I had been running nonstop. <laughs> um, I did my monthly like go home. And so when that happens, I don't sit down, and so I'm just, like, running, running, doing things, fixing things, and I'm just, things like... Things to do. Yeah. So many things yeah, to do. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> I love how it's, like, always so many things to do, and then, like, a lot of things still don't get done, and I'm just, like, well, put it on the list for next month, like... <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's where I am. Um, I got more sleep than I usually get, because, one, it wasn't, like, convention time, so I did get sleep surprisingly oh like not as much as i would normally get but like more than i would if it was like convention like costume time speaking of which um my mother asked me she was like are you dressing up for halloween there's a thing happening i said oh no like (laughs) i was like you know i got costumes is it there's a thing happening or is it i have signed you up for a thing a little bit of column a a little bit of column b (laughs) (laughs) and so i'm just like just, just, just send me the details via text. I called me later. I was like, I need to rest today. Like, <laughs> I need to rest. Uh, so we'll see what that is and what that entails by next week. Um, <laughs> so um, I have been uh, knee deep into drag content. <laughs> As per the yeah, like because it's a lot. It's a lot out so there. So much. Like <laughs> so much to get caught up on. Yeah. You know? Because, um, you know, Dragon has started its third season? Fourth season. Fourth season? Fourth season. Yep. Oh. And, because um, um, I listen to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball, and they have a recap show. Because, mm. you know, Meatball got their start on Dragula. Which one? Baby, when I saw. <laughs> when I tell you I wasn't ready. And then also, I only knew them because of you. I was, like, I was just like, and so, like, I looked and I was like, this queen seems a little out of place. Wait, and then I was like, I know that queen. <laughs> and so um, this season, they have a grand prize of $100,000. Baby, budget skyrocket. And like they were talking about, the Boulay Brothers let you know that it came from their pockets. <laughs> we- <laughs> I, lo- I love it, though. They're just like, listen, we're not that other show. This coming from us. Like... <laughs> I love that. Because like, I've seen um, a couple of episodes of the first season. Like I said, that's when I saw Meatball. I was like, I know that queen. And like the budget difference. Man. Like. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Like I've, I actually told a friend about that because like they were interested in like, the, the, you know, the spooky ookie in the words of Alyssa Edwards. Um, <laughs> the spooky ookie like type of drag and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yup. I'm like, this is a thing. Especially, like, like I said, the budget increase in, like... Production. Woo! Mm, love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, like, I saw... I saw bits and pieces of season one because it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, like, the whole, I think the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like, I love watching. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Yeah. You know, I was like, do they even have microphones? <laughs> But also, I feel like that really just added to, like, the... The atmosphere. Of the show. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be, like, almost like found footage or something like that, you know? It's, like, it's very cat. Yeah. You know? And, like, 
I feel like that kind of the roughness of it that first uh-huh. season kind of just like really set the tone of like this is very different from Drag Race. Yeah, it's like this is not what you think. You know, like it's not that other show. Like what you say, it's like not that you know it's what like, you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I love Drag Race. Drag Race is very uh, sanitized. Yeah, and like this one is like we're coming at you with these like. Weird old drag queens. Yeah, it's like the freaks of the Greg show. And also, it's gritty. Even yeah. now, like, with the budget, it will always be, like, gritty. It is for the horror. It's camp, but it's for the horror. It's for, like, the, the gory stuff. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's the lifeblood of it. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, we, we don't, we don't, like, we'll do. There'll be, like, beautiful looks. Oh, but yeah, you'll sure. always know that it's, like, rooted in horror. You know, so. <laughs> so the tummy goes on. <laughs> well, you know, they were finding their legs. <laughs> so they were accepting people that they were like, you know, this is good drag. You well, know? Because uh, Meatball talked about it. I think Meatball was like, they have, the Belivers just have like competitions. Mm-hmm. And I think like Meatball like won one of them. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it's good drag. Kind of, like their way into the show. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rocket ship from there. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's, you know, like, it's just the the themes were different. Like, like, Very different. Because <laughs> I looked and I was like, ooh, bloody nurse. Ooh, what's y'all? Cookie Monster. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, Very on brand. Well, yeah. if, if you know Meepaw, on brand. Yeah. I was also, like, this is so cute. Also, Meepaw performed the um, kimchi's um, launch of her palette. <sighs> And as usual, me falls into the pool. Sure. Um, sure. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I've also been watching Look at Hall. Oh, um, yeah. I love, hate, I love the Hate Queen challenges in general. It's great. <laughs> so, like, I've been, like, you know, five, six years back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where they have, like, the interviews. And so I was like, who do I watch? I know I watch Shea Coulee, Bob the Drag Queen. Mm-hmm. Jason Katia. Katia by herself. Yeah. <laughs> Which is always an experience. Because, like, obviously together it's a unit, but, like, Katia by herself is, is like is Together, there's a balance by herself. It is chaos. But it's like, it's like, okay. <laughs> I, I just, like. It's, it's like the opposite of Tampa Brown. Still chaotic. <laughs> like, Still chaotic. Katia is like that, um, that uncle that is at like a stereotypical like family gathering and it's like you love the uncle but you don't talk to the uncle because you don't have five hours you don't have the time it's like you're like you say hey from across the room you don't talk to the uncle because you don't know which uncle you're getting that day but that's what i'm saying you also don't have the five hours to figure out like because like, it's gonna take a minute and so like you're just like it's like, oh, Katya, he's like, yeah, yeah Katya's there. He's like, oh, okay. And then you nod from across the way. You're like 50 people away <laughs> um, because it's a big family. You're like 50 people away. And you're like, you love them. You love to hear the thing. And one day when you're a little bit zooted up, you go over there. You have the five hours. You got time. Like, <laughs> uh, you, you see them there in the middle of a story. You come back. They're still in the middle of the story. story. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the whole day they're in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. Because they never leave the story. <laughs> the story is No, life. they start the story, then like they go to another story, try to circle back to another story. The they story is their life. They never finish. No. Never. No. Like. <laughs> I also came across like this um, compilation of Alaska and Katya. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and like, 
Did I send you that one? They were just like in the hall. Rolling. Literally rolling. <laughs> okay, so what I love about Alaska, because like people, it's like Alaska is very polarized, like love or hate her. But what I love about Alaska is Alaska will match energies. Very. With anybody. And I mean anybody. Like, she will match your energies. Like, if you're doing, like, actual, like, editorial stuff, she can go with you. If you're Katya, she can go with you. Like, <laughs> like it's great. Like, I'm just like, because, like, uh, Alaska's not my favorite queen by far, but, like, I can appreciate that. I'm, I'm getting around to Alaska. Because, <laughs> like, Alaska and Walmart are two names I've heard. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, very polarizing. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm, like, getting into the drag race part of it and making my way through, like, all the queens and figuring out, like, okay, okay, this is who, who, and now we're, we're, we're getting to Willem in Alaska. I, okay, so, I remember, I've always loved Willem, and Willem has been polarizing, but I have always loved Willem, and now... <laughs> I'm not gonna go in there. Uh, but, like, but just like Willem as a character, like I've always loved Willem because like Willem loves her sisters. Doesn't matter. It's like you got a brand, I'm promoting. You got a thing you're doing, I'm with y'all. Also, it's just like honky tonk trash though. But I love. But I. But it's, it's you'll see. You you'll get there. You'll see. But like also the utmost love. Willem is like the drag version of what we thought Kesha was before we realized what was happening. So it was like show version Kesha, but Drag Race version. Like that's that's Willem, but also Heart of Gold. Like we'll support you through the end. Yeah, because I remember going through like I was going through some videos and it never just become it's Willem. It's like also yeah, Willem has YouTube and let you know. Like, like, like we'll comment on things. I love like the interaction between Willem and Bussy Queen. You should look it up. Like okay, hilarious. Because nice. uh, they they go, they. Mm. <laughs> Okay, um, let's get this YouTube shout out before it turns to Drag Race, uh, <laughs> Drag Race podcast, because it will. <laughs> so, this week's YouTube shout out is a channel called Gaming Harry, and basically, Gaming Harry is kind of like what the name implies, do name Harry, like it's gaming. gaming, yeah, like, <laughs> is it? Yeah, and so, Party. he doesn't please stop, and so, <laughs> And so, like, obviously he does, like, gameplays and stuff, but one of my favorite things, because you know I'm a lore whore, and so he has this uh, series called Lore and Order. So, basically, it's just, like, kind of like an ending explained or, like, a, a story explained, but it's, like, mostly centered on the lore of, like, video games, and most of the time it's, like, he won't do, like, action game or anything like that, but it's probably, like, horror games or stories that have, like, hidden lore i.e. your Silent Hill, your um, Until Dawn. I can't remember the whole, like, game coming behind it because they made, like, three or four games. They made one this year. Like, dang. It's like, when are you going to make one as good as Until Dawn? Because no one remembers anything else on there except for, like, Man of Medan, and they only remember that because it was so bad. <laughs> but the story, though, story was good. Gameplay, bad. <laughs> and so he, does, he has a video on that, too. And, like, if you just... It's like... Man of Medan, it's it's like you know how people say if you break this down on paper, if you on paper is great, that's the game. And so like when he does the story or like he tells you like the story like beat for beat, it's amazing. Like it's it's so good. The lore is great, which is why I probably watch those gameplays. And I was like, 
this is hooking me in. Not these uh, free time events, but this is hooking me in. <laughs> so, yeah, he does things like that. He's obviously done, like, Silent Hill. I think the first video I watched from him about, like, the Lord thing was Outlast. Because I remember the shock and awe of Outlast. But I didn't know the lore of it was that deep. Because <laughs> because basically all I remember was people were like, you can't turn on the lights. You can't fight back. It's a man. It's a naked man trying to kill you. That's all I remember from Outlast. So I was just like, okay, shock value. But I'm like, <laughs> so I was like, the, but the lore, I'm like, oh, makes sense. Also, this is more mature than I was expecting. I mean, I, naked dude aside. Like, it's like, <laughs> this is more mature than I was expecting. Also, this is real fucked up. There's some, some fucked up shit in here. So I, I get it now. After, like, going through, like, the story beats and whatnot. Because I, I feel like even if, like, even gameplay or, like, me playing myself, a lot of that things would, a lot of those things would get passed up. One, because it's, like, a survival horror game. And you're not trying to read this piece of paper when somebody's chasing you. Like, you're not thinking about shit like that. So, yeah. I enjoy, like, gaming Harry's channel because, like, he... One, he has a nice voice because apparently I, like, I have this thing now with, like, mid to low voice dudes talking about video games. This, this is my thing now. Um, Birds of a feather? Huh? Birds of a feather? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, and so, like, yeah, it, that, and then, like, he also, he uh, does his research. Um, he also got attacked by YouTube one time. They took down, like, three of his videos. He said, listen, listen to me. Like, I just got popular. I saw my analytics. Y'all won't ruin me this quickly. He's like, listen, I'm going to fight. He's like, this is my money. I'm a fight, like, <laughs> and he got him back up. So kudos to him. Uh, but yeah, <sighs> yeah, game and Harry, good stuff. All right, and now we go into the K-pop corner, <laughs> where baby things happened. Jeez. Oh um. So this week we saw the finale of Girls Planet, nine nine nine. Okay. And um. From what I saw online, the response was not well. Because, you know, this is like the... Essentially, this is kind of like a reboot of Produce 101. Mm-hmm. Post, you know, whole, Reagan scandal. Yeah, I was like, the whole thing. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> one of the... I saw a tweet that was like, they didn't rig this baby and it showed. <laughs> I was like, I wish they would have. Um... And, okay, so, like, the original breakdown of the show, and, like, how I thought the show was going to go, mm-hmm. is, like, there are um, nine contestants from each country, uh, Japan, China, and Korea. Okay. And so, you know, we're going to boil down to the you know, yeah. final group, um, with three from each country. Seems, um, seems logical, but... <laughs> Um, that did not happen. Uh, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I said seems logical didn't happen. Uh, um, there was one, I think, one Chinese member and two Japanese. Uh, I was like, ooh. Not surprised, because, you know, like, but still, wow. <laughs> and, like, you know, obviously, you know, you have your fan favorites, so, like. Yeah. And everyone's just like, but the main singers. <laughs> We're the main singers. Um, you've eliminated the main singers. Oh. Help. <laughs> Not help. <laughs> help the group. Like, the head and form. Uh. And so, um, yeah. A lot of controversy. 
I feel oh. like, because you were like, how you wanted to go, I feel like a lot of people wanted to go that way. And it was like the general consensus, like, we thought. Like, you know, we, we thought. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, um, yeah, so the group is formed. They also have their name. Their name is Kepler. Okay. Um, yeah. Like the planet? <laughs> I just thought about that. It was like, like the planet? <laughs> yes, that's planet. Okay, okay. Um, but the L is one. Okay. Kepler. I got it. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> Tiffany was confused. <laughs> Same sis. <laughs> oh it was, it was great. So we're like, girl, me too, Tiffany. Because it's like, Tiffany's just like, huh? <laughs> huh? <sighs> and like, everyone else is just like, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta clap, but it's like, you can't, can't hide the facial expression. You're like, <laughs> choices. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm curious to see like how this um, shakes out. Um, Eugen of CLC, she made it into the group, which okay. you know we wanted. Um, there were a couple of girls from um, oh my goodness, Cherry Bullet. Okay. Um, I don't think any of those made it. Oh dang. <laughs> yeah. But also, a lot of people were just like, "Yes, I'm not going back and forth with the group," because um, you know, also um, when they joined, like. But with Protus One One, like when they join a group, like they don't get to do like the group activities with their main group. Oh, okay. Because they're like, in the... I think a three year contract. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, it's either a three year contract or like a certain amount of albums they have to put out before they can go back to the you know. Yeah. Oh. So like, they're usually like really really tied up. Yeah. Or if I think cause I think such a man they um. There's some stuff we're going to put on, I think. But it was just like promoting back to back to back. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But yeah, congratulations to the girls that made it into Kepler. Yeah, because um, it's not your fault. Like, you know. Like, truly not. Um, it's never their fault. Like, <laughs> also, that's a cool name, though. I mm-hmm. like it because it's like girls playing with like Kepler and like actual planets. Like, that's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you said Tiffany. Um, speaking of a girl group, uh, <laughs> so uh, Crystal's birthday was well Korean time today, but you know like yesterday. Yeah, they have. yeah. and so um, Jessica uh, posted a little Instagram, and it's like it's an adorable picture of like them at a restaurant, and it's so cute. It's like happy birth, uh, cheers to my little birthday girl, and like people lost their shit because one, it's cute as fuck. And two, they were like, you know, oh, it's like, it's the junk sisters, and you know, they be, they be out here. Like, Inseparable. Like, and it's, it's just so good to see them, you know? I like, think they're like this rare uh, pair of siblings, and in, in the, yeah. Like, at least in mainstream sense, like, mm-hmm. that did the same thing, were in the same company, loved the same company. And they're kind of just like our brand is like us together. Yeah, they're they're not estranged. Like they don't have their individual images. Like they are kind of like, in a sense, a package thing. Like, yeah, they but, they have their solo things. Yeah, but, like, like they kind of do. But for like, the most part, it's like if you see one, you see another. Yeah, it's the Jones sisters. Like like the, you. Yeah, but like I like that they're like not estranged. Like you said, they do have that solo thing, and like you said, it's a rare thing because like they've there have been. 
brothers, sisters, 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 like in like industry and all that kind of stuff, and they've become estranged. They don't hate each other, but they just have drifted apart. Whether it be even like I'm talking about like like former idols, like whether it be like uh just style change or wish come or whatever, they've become like this like almost separate entities or like they just you kind of forget their siblings. Uh, like, it's like with with Jessica and Chrissy, you never forget that. You you're not gonna forget. And it's super cute and everybody's like sister goals and all that kind of stuff, especially like in the industry. And I was like, well, well let me tell you one thing. Jessica go do what she wants. Like <laughs> like let, let's get one thing straight. Jessica like and Crystal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Crystal like too. yeah. Cause like I I'm more familiar with Jessica. You're more familiar with Chris. Like, but they're in the. I feel like that's what bonds them together. They maybe they got their the spirit. They said trials. <laughs> yeah, cause I think both of them have been in the industry since like they were children. So it's like, mm-hmm. but for yeah. them it's like you've seen like the industry change and like you know together. And it's like okay, we gotta have each other through all this. Cause you know, yeah, the industry will switch up on you. Yeah, and that's the thing, but that's the thing that you don't see because, like, a lot of people get estranged by that. And, like you said, the industry will switch up on you. And also, your sister will switch up on you. It's happened. I see, like, it's in, um, thunder and dark. Anyway, but yeah, like, things things have happened. And so, like, that's why, like, this is, like, a rare pairing and it's great to see. And it's also, like you said, they've been interested since they were children. And even in America, like, child stars, like, things happen. In America, child stars fall apart. Yeah, well, they don't fall off. They, 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 they fall in. Hit, they hit a wall. And yeah. They fall. I think only Ryan Gosling recovered. Ryan Gosling and Drew Barrymore. I got Drew Barrymore had a, had a mountain to climb, but she did it. Oh, she like, did it. She yeah, had her own talk show. She had a mountain to climb. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there are a few, like, but yeah, like it's 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 this thing, and it changes you, and. From what we've seen, you know, obviously we don't know the person. We don't know, like, their inner inner personal life. It hadn't changed them, you know? Like, because I've seen, even, like, American uh, audience aside, in the K-pop world, I've seen it happen. Like, like it's like, oh, girl, you got a sister. I don't know her. Like, it's just things. But, yeah, it was really cute. And it was like, everybody was, like, freaking out about it. <laughs> um... I want to get my essay. Well, let's go through everything else. Okay. So, my boys, the boys, um, I have to come back with Maverick. And um, I saw these Caesar pictures and I said, whoa. Whoa. Like, I've seen some teaser pictures, but like, mwah. Mwah. And so, coming to find out, um, it was by a photographer that I really like. Oh. Um, Chorky Soup. Um, let me, let me see if I can pull up some of, uh, their things. Jay is gone. Like, <laughs> it's like 
the thing you didn't know you, you wanted mm-hmm. or needed. Yeah. And it's like given to me. Just this, this there. They say, here you go. You can have this. So, yeah, so Maverick is, I think, coming out November 1st. First or fourth? Okay. So, I'm excited about this one. Also, um. Some of the boys. Not you. <laughs> Not both boys, the other boys. <laughs> Particularly this set with like the sky in the background. They're my favorite. It's so good. Like when your fave work with your other fave and you like, Tears. What, do I, what do I do? What do I do? Tears. Tears is what happens. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> you didn't know you needed um CL on hot ones when I tell you I let out an actual yelp <laughs> also this is coming off the backs of Meg being on there last week so I'm just like I was already excited and they didn't do the little trailer thing that they normally do so, yeah surprise because so, normally they do a little picture on like the community tab it's like coming in next week and so like because they did it with meg and so like i'm like oh so it's like because they've had a lot of like obscure people on there which i mean like they're probably great and all right i just didn't know them and so like i was expecting that to happen again and then i opened the thing and i said is it and that's it and then I looked, and then I clicked on the video, because I still wasn't convinced. Um, I, I clicked on the video, and it was CL talking to Sean Evans. And I said, who is it? What, what, what is my life? I, I did the, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> when your fave collab with your other fave, you just like, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, it was great. Um, my favorite part was, because uh, Sean does his research. His, his, him and the Hot Ones team, they do their research. And he talked about Ikigayo and CL's face. He said, wait a minute. She said, you, what? she said, this is weird. You're not, you're not supposed to know about that. Like, like, I can't believe it. Right. Like, also, CL was fighting for her life. Like, oh, CL started, she was like, I don't really do the spices. Because mm-hmm. he asked her, because he always acts like the guest. He's like, what's your, what's your relationship with spicy things? And she just, she kind of brushed it off. And I was like, baby, you got, it's hot ones. You, you going to see it today? She's like, yeah, you know. And then the first one, she's like, oh, okay. And then the second, she's like, hmm, hmm. Like, also, she was like, "Am I, am I red?" Like, no, she was like, "Am I high?" Yeah, like no. She, at one point, she thought she had like the uh, quote unquote Asian glow because she thought she was drunk off hot. Like the way she said, "Am I red?" She's like, "I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm switching." Like, he was like, "You are," but you know, like you know, you're still cute. He's like, "Just watch your eyes." He's like, "You just pet her. Just watch your eyes." She said. This tastes like nail polish. Or what I assume nail polish tastes like. <laughs> like, because she was like, what I assume nail polish tastes like, because I've never tasted it. <laughs> I love how she, like, wanted us to know that she had never tasted nail polish. I was like, okay, sis. Like, <laughs> and then she pointed out the teacher, like, y'all laughing. Because <laughs> they, they set her up. They, they set her up big time. They set her up for the okie doke. And, like, I, I love people's teams because they always do that. Because they'll. Obviously, like, people are aware of Hot Ones, but they won't be, like, 100%, like, aware of, like, what's going on, and, but their team will, and so, like, they'll just sit there, and they'll be like, just do it, it's good, just, just do it, you know, 
And like somebody, I love like the whole like correlation with Spicy. And she was like, you know, because at that time, Spicy had just came out. And so like she was just like, I see what y'all did, but don't do that again. Like we're not, we're not finna do that. We're not finna do that. And like Sean asking her questions about Twenty One, and then like seeing in the comments everybody crying because you know us. Like, like mm-hmm. it's like she's like, yeah, that always be a part of it. I'm just like, girl, don't don't do this. Don't make me cry while you're eating spicy wings. Don't make me do it. I did it. <laughs> I did it. So, but yeah, it was great. Also, love that like her and oh, I can't remember his name. Um. They just became friends. Uh, the dude that was, uh, what is his name? John Malkovich? Yeah. I was like, how the hell the CL, well, once she met him on the set of a, of, of a show that she's doing, a thing that she's like, a, a, I was like, okay, waiting for that to come out. Um, but also, I'm like, how are you just friends with John Malkovich? But also, it's like, how are you friends? With, like, she was friends with one designer. They're popular now, but back when she was friends with them, they, well, when she first started being friends with them, they weren't popular. And so, that's what Sean, he was like, people are giving up arms and legs, and you, that's your friend. She's like, yeah. I'm out of one, you know, he wasn't popular. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, he gave me a piece, and I wore it, and then he just gave me, kept giving me pieces, and I kept wearing them, and we're here now. Like, like <laughs> but yeah, she was like, friend, she was like, yeah, he's like my mentor, and yeah, because he did the um, intro for Spicy. Yeah, because she was like, I sent him the. She was like, I emailed him the thing, and he just hit and went on this monologue, and we ended up chopping it up and putting it on there, and it was great. And I'm just like, only see you. Like it's just, it's just like, you know how you see people, and it's like, oh okay, that's a person there. And then you don't expect them to know each other, not because of like you think one's more popular than the other, but it's just different worlds. Very different. But like with CL, it's just like I know him. Like, and like that's happened a lot. It's just like I didn't expect to see you here, but there she is. Like, cause iconic, she is the moment. Oh, like, very much. And like we talked about, you know, CL and like how this was supposed to be a thing some years ago. Uh-huh. And, did it and now it feels like you know she's back on course and like she's where she needs to be still yeah and it's also like because to us like we knew about the delay but it's still kind of like back like she never left because it's like it's like one of those things it's like we knew she was gone we missed her we it was avoiding k-pop we get it but it's like now that you're back it's just like this is right you know and so yeah it, it was a great uh great interview she finished all 10 wings she did, mm-hmm. she did her little dab of the last dab. Like, and, Ooh, you got a big dab? Yeah. It was like my hands just shaking. He was like, listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm a. Also, I love Sean's evolution, like, throughout the years. Because now he'll tell you, he's like, listen, I just be doing stuff. I be matching energy. She said, you took, because uh, she said, you took a big bite. He said, you took a big bite. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going where you go. Like, if you calm down, I'm calming down. Because she taught him about, like, uh. Calpis, like the uh, milk drink that they have in Korea, she said, stock your staff up on Calpis and like your stomach aches will go down. Um, like, <laughs> so yeah, uh, he, I don't think he has that brand, but he was like, I know it. So, but yeah, I, I love, I love Seal and I love that that was a thing because like I said, I have like some weird likes and I don't expect them to come together. And when they do, I just scream. <laughs> and so since this was like, Back when um, Spicer was released, Alpha's now out. Mm-hmm. Have you heard Alpha? No, I have not. I know, I saw, like, the thing she was doing, a video for the B-side, lit it. And so, I'm, I'm, 
I need to like listen to it when I'm not running around. Oh, I need to. Yeah. It's a banger. All the way through, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> so good. Some good stuff. Also, it's like, there's this one song that it kind of sounds like a throwback 21 song. I've been getting that vibe. Like, it's been CL Evolution, but I hear it. Like, you know, it's, it's there. It's the, it's how it was supposed to evolve. I mean, like, you, you hear it in it. And, like, so, yeah, I'm going to be looking forward to that when one. When you hear that album, though. Uh, yeah. You go hear that song, and it's going to be like, whoo. You thank you, Bob. I love that. <laughs> thank you, Bob. Because <laughs> you gonna be saying scalp. Because you know, I I I need it anyway. I need it. That wave of nostalgia. You gonna feel? You gonna be Bob? But you gonna be the baddest bitch on the planet. I mean, some sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm not ready, but I'm ready. Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> so, um, <laughs> JYP. Has been teasing this girl group, and so um, they put out a teaser this week. I saw that. Yeah, I. <laughs> and so um, the group is named Squad. Um, the A is a four. <laughs> um, number for letters is the thing we're doing now. Sure. Yeah, we got Kepler with the one, Squad with a four. We're br- we're bringing it back because that was like early. Day. We're 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 bringing it back. You know, it's cool again. <laughs> yeah, and so they've been releasing like practice room teasers or just like practice teasers mm-hmm. where it's like either them in a group singing or like solos singing and dancing and I was like okay you know work mm-hmm. um, put them on some of my clothes um, it's like these babies in these short shorts and these crop tops so I'm like they like 15 oh 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 no oh, oh. <laughs> well that's not um, but uh it just reminds me of a certain company it's like Minchie was 15 and y'all like <laughs> but yeah, so all of them are phenomenal, you know. Yeah, I mean, they debut with like yeah. one of the biggest companies in Korea. So I was like, they're not gonna just like throw somebody out there. Yeah, like they're if they're debuting, they are like battle tested. Yeah, the, not battle tested. <laughs> battle tested, battle ready. Like, like <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> that's I mean. That's going to be, I, I didn't say it wasn't accurate, I just said it was hilarious. Uh, but like, I, I want to use that now. It's like, you need to be in a group, they better be battle-tested. <laughs> Woo! They didn't mention the ringer before they even came in, which most groups do. Like, yeah. baby. Whew. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about all um, men from um, Messe, and she was talking about, you know, being 15 in LA, trying to learn how to dance, having an eating disorder. It's like, mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Through. Yeah. That's why I be so many tears, like, when the debut stage, because they were like, baby, we went through all this and we actually made it. Because, like, you know, especially Gurgles back in the day, they could go through all that and not even make a group. You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> oh, man, I miss you all. Okay, I'm so, I, I just randomly thought about it, because that, you know, the year's not up yet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the year's not up yet, and I have seen some of my favorite groups come back, and baby, if if I ever see anything with, like, the little back, you'll know. You'll hear me. <laughs> you'll hear me scream. <laughs> you'll know. Because we've said it time and time again, but a group that was shafted, Jesus Christ, vocals, top notch. What's called top notch? They just weren't in a major company. And, of course, mm-hmm. 
first album, it was great. And then we never heard from them girls again. So. Oh, a small tangent. Here we go. Like, I think as well that people online will say, like, you know, being from a big company or a small company doesn't matter. Mm. And I'm like, it does. Like, especially if you come from SM, JYP, YG, yeah. who have decades mm-hmm. in the industry. And so, like, whenever they be a group, they already have a built-in audience. Yeah, like, they, they have, it's like one of those things where you essentially cannot fail. You know, like, uh, uh, just like you can fail by the company standards, but like, as far as like, pers- like publicity, never. No, like you literally can't. Because like, there are some phenomenal, phenomenal groups that mm-hmm. have debuted this year. You know, I see their videos. Like their videos, maybe have like a million views. Maybe, and that's only because like, like how, like. That's only because, like, how thorough K-pop is now. Because if this had been, like, in a time, like, especially when you first started in Orchard, they may have had, like, 100,000, maybe. Mm-hmm. But still, like, even in this day and age, like, it's one of those things is, like, they're not in a major label. And it's just, like, they're going to get passed up. Or you you hear that video and you're probably never going to see them again. And I think... I, I'm not going to speak for all. I'm not even going to speak for many. But, like, there is a few people, they say things like that. One, because they're new to the game. Yeah, that, that's the main thing. They're new to the game. Like, they haven't been in there the years. Like, they haven't seen, like, the 200-some-odd oh, girl groups that are, like, you know. Or they're just, like, particular to those bigger names. Yeah, and so, like, they don't know. They essentially don't even know. So, it's like... They can say a thing, but you're saying a thing out of ignorance because you literally don't know about these groups, which further proves the point. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like you don't know the groups or the groups are trash. Well, yeah, but like a lot of the, the quote unquote trash, they do not even listen to it. Like they do not know. And so it's just like you're you're making a statement out of ignorance because like you're making a statement on literally something you don't know about. And so, either like like you got into K-pop in the K-pop boom, or like you stuck up there, so you don't know the underbelly, so you can't say what you're doing. It's like, oh, well, you know, it's like they were just doing other things. Like they didn't, they didn't, uh, you know, like like if you're talking about the one that got like a million views, it's like, oh, like they were trash. They didn't do the worst call. Has never listened to the song. and doesn't even know, like you know. And so, it's like there are more things in play. That, you know, a label with money can do. Yeah. Okay. Especially when it comes to, like, marketing. Mm, yeah. Like, they have more pull. Yeah, than, of course. Than, like, this small group from an unnamed company. Yeah. Like, they can, a small group, like, like I was talking about Evo, like, they could, they did all they could. Like, they did everything. And, like, speaking of the battle ready, baby, them girls went through the ringer. And, like, it showed that first video was amazing. But, like we just said, they kind of, not blew their budget, but, like, that's all they can do in terms of marketing. It was, like, put out that and put out that. And they just left because, like, they, no-name company is just, like, found, like, this wealth of talent. But it's just, like, don't have the means, you know? Like, (laughs) so, yeah. And I realized that was another thing to tangent off of your tangent. I'm like, <laughs> it was another thing where I learned about like 
because you know when I was a the baby in the K-pop, I would wonder like things like, well, why would you even do that? But I realized. I think, I can't remember what interview it is. It's like, a lot of girls go to, like, no-name companies. One, because of, like, paywalls and all that kind of stuff. But also because even though, especially, like, back in that time, like, even though, like, you may end up, one, even not even debuting, or two, debuting with, like, one album and then that's it, you would actually get a chance to debut in mm-hmm. a no Like, you would have more chances to actually debut in a no-name company. So, because it's like the market is less saturated. It's still... Crowded, but it's less saturated than trying to do SL, you yeah. know. So, <laughs> things. <laughs> so, because I, 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 I had to think about JYP. I'm like, <laughs> all right, girl, we're going out with the bang. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, um, the Ace for Girls, you know. Okay. We're out here promoting um, Savage. Yeah. Um, and I think they had to, like a behind the scenes video. Mm hmm. And I think they were singing a SZA song. Oh. And SZA said the N-word. Oh. <laughs> no, where this is going? Oh, my God. And Giselle was like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that video is not private. Um, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh. Oh, we. And so, um, yeah. Yep. No statements have been made by SM. Well, the video's been privated. Oh. SM's like, Woo! Well, shit. This cultural, you know, class they were teaching over there in SM. You know? Because, you know, they had the culture classes. They talked about it. You know, they had the classes where you learn about other cultures. And it's just like, we missed that? We missed the... Is that not in the... No. Not the lexicon. What's the word? Um, the curriculum? Yeah. It's you know? That lexicon is not the curriculum. Yeah, like... They have to do? <laughs> this is bad? They're bad? Big no-no? Like, you know, it's like at the top of the... It's like, it's like now we go to this culture, it's like big no-no at the top of the page. It's just like... Mm-mm. <laughs> what not to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we've reclaimed do rags. We've done that. What not to do? We haven't. Only in your eyes. <laughs> and I, and you know what's funny? But when you said that, that reminded me of. Not that we were claiming new rags. I'm trying to forget that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but when you said like the culture classes and what not to do, and I was thinking about it, I'm like, K-pop wouldn't do that because you know like <laughs> a lot of good you know been stolen from. So yeah, they wouldn't do that, <laughs> which is a shame because obviously you fucking need to. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Ooh, on that note, uh, <laughs> time for another week. Later. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this week, um, we had uh Heejin and Chu's birthday. Um, Heejin did a V Live last night, so Chu's probably gonna do one in the next couple of days. Um, I haven't got a chance to like catch up on like what all went down in like Heejin's um V Live. I know that she performed like she did like a little song, um. Because, like, I saw the person that sang the song cat, like, retweeted the video of it. And I was like, oh, she's so pretty. And it sounds so good. 
<laughs> so gorgeous. That's my child. Oh, like, like, like I know her. I love her. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know her. I love her now. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> oh, and then um, the Hula Hoop Choreography video came out this week. Which we've been waiting for. Because, uh-huh. you know, the music video wasn't, like, a choreography-based video. It was just kind of, like, lore and fun. Yeah. And scrolling. Um, Lots of scrolling. Uh- <laughs> endless scrolling. Yeah. So I guess it was, you know, half tired. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, but, yeah, so we got to the choreography video. And I don't know if you know this about YouTube. But... Or at least my experience with YouTube. Okay. If you make a link, a, like, if you make a link of a video and something changes about the video, uh-huh. it keeps all the information from the previous version of the video. Oh. And so when they post the video, it said, um, Hulu Choreography Version 2 Final Ad Logo. <laughs> But if you go, like, straight to it from, like... Because, like, it was the link they posted on Twitter. It would take it in that video. It would say that. But if, like, you go to it on YouTube... It would it's just, just like, the Hulu, newest one, yeah. Hulu Correct for MV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's, like... It's, like, you know, drag. My favorite thing is, like, I love that it's... That it just took me back to, like, graphic design. It's, like, when you thought you was finished with a thing, but you're not. Nope. And so, like, you, it's final. Not really. Final. Final, yeah. final. Yeah. Final, final, final. Like, it's just, it's like, yeah. <laughs> we done. Like, like. <laughs> I, I had to find a way around it. Because, like, that would happen to me. I was, like, no. Because then, like, I'd go back and look for it and be, like, which one was it? So, what I would do is I would, I actually started numbering mine. I numbered mine and I added dates. Like, I have, a, like, an E for, like, edit, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I have, like, the date that it was exported and sent. Yeah. So, it's like, this is the last. Yeah, this, last is, day. this, this, this is actual, actual final. Because, like, I remember, like, early days of graphic design, I started doing, like, the final thing. And then, because my dumb ass, um, I, started, I started just putting random shit. <laughs> lost, lost. Go back a week. It's Ooh. like, what the fuck is that? And so, like, after um, one, just one semester of like opening too many fucking files, that's when my numbering system started. Like, I was just like, we're not doing that anymore. Like, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, but yeah, I, I love that, and I love that that is a universal thing. Like, <laughs> relatable. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, the Hulup album was released. It had been shipped out. And so, you know, the content from, like, because it's, like, a CD-DVD combo. Okay. And so, like, contents of that have been popping up everywhere. So, can confirm that um, the uh, Starseed music video is anime. Yeah. Somebody posted online, I was like, I can't watch it yet, I gotta wait for it to come out. Oh, Wait for it to come out. My eyes should not see. Oh, like. <laughs> um, so, wait on that one. Um, they also did, like, a game show. For, like, the DVD, um, it's, like, part of the DVD version, they did, like, this, like, kind of competition game show. It was cute. Um, and then, like, behind the scenes. And so, who loops our CCD? Mine is on the way. Of course. It has been shipped. Because, like, I, you know, I bought it back in September. Uh-huh. And so I was like, 
so it's got to ship. It's going to be a little minute for me. Yeah. Actually, I need to check on that because I have not. <laughs> check the status of that. Like, 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 I checked it like Monday. And I was like, it was like ship, but we don't have like details. On yeah. That. So that means, it, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, just, just, just pop in weekly. You, you know it's going to be a minute. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, you know, Luna release Not Friends, which is part of like um, Ran Jehan's collaboration uh-huh. project. Um, I don't, I think this is the first one, like, he's done, like, a physical release for. Because, like, before that, he did uh, one with, um, Hei-chan and Do-young from NCT. But I think that was just, like, a digital release. Yeah. But, like, this one, like... Actual. It's, like, a physical album. And so this one's gonna have the song and, I think, four remixes, a photo book, and a photo card, and, uh, like, a Polaroid. I was like... Maybe that's a whole album work. Like, uh, <laughs> Listen, this, Listen this, this man said, I am in orbit and I get to work with Luma. Be about to look this shit for what it's worth. And also there are like, I think, four, four or five versions. I think there's more for each member and I think there might be like a group version. And so like, I'm debating like, do I get the Kim Lip version or do the group version? You know, decisions. Yeah. Also, it's going to be like a week because I need to get some money. <laughs> decision that'll help you decide you know you'll, you'll take that week you know like you're, you're like do some heavy thought heavy thought you know money you know <laughs> that thing you need to live <laughs> and that is it for Luna Weekly it's time for the walk bar woo um <laughs> speaking of money um I was <laughs> Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> I just didn't know where that was going. <laughs> yeah, uh, Halise video. Oh, okay. And so she, uh, she has. Oh goodness, what was the name of the series? Uh, the one with her and uh Evelyn. Yes. This is like we're gonna make it or something like that. Like. Everyone, I'm Halise. Oh, oh, there's Halise. Yeah, that, that's Halise. We can't. <laughs> that's Halise, Mister Halise. Yeah. I love, love it. it. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> It's on the little uh graphic thing. If you'll go back to the <laughs> I, I love just about uh, 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 trying to be somebody. somebody. There we go. Okay. There we go. <laughs> trying to be somebody. <laughs> um and so her guest this week uh, was Evelyn of the Internets. Uh-huh. And um they talked about being creative people and kind of like what that entails. Uh-huh. Fully. <laughs> and so this comes from, like, working, like, a nine-to-five to working for yourself. And, like, uh-huh. what the transition's like, what does it look like for day-to-day, how does that work out money-wise, uh-huh. and, like, that they got into it. Yeah. Um, have you seen, have you seen this one? I haven't seen, like, the Wishcom, but I know, like, because I remember Evelyn when she did, like, her, not the Fun Employed series, because she did a skit. It's funny, because she did a skit about that, and then, like, literally the next year, she was like, so I'm taking off for a year. Um, and so, like, she went into that, and I know um, Halise has been talking about, um, because I, I just watched, like, their regular videos, like, Halise has been talking about, like, moving, and then, like, being an Adobe partner, and then, like, before then, how things were twite. Um, like... <laughs> And so, yeah. Because I think they've both done, like, 
a series like that where it's like mm-hmm. them working for themselves and like, yeah. you know, figuring that out. Because they started out doing one together where they were on a channel. Um, what's the name of the channel? But yeah, they did like skits on a channel because that, that came right off the backs of Evelyn doing like the fun employed thing. And so like they did like this thing together because she was like, I need to make money. Ah, um, and so like they did that together and then like I think after that that's when cause Halise called hers a sabbatical um, and so uh, <laughs> you know, and so like yeah like it's that kind of like merged them together cause like it's off of uh, Evelyn's like onto Halise's and so then this and then like now they are here uh, <laughs> yeah like when I said they talked about they were like a big part of like they think was like they well, especially Evelyn was talking about, you know, she was like, I need a plan. Yeah. Like, she's like, I'm not one of those people that can just be like, I'm just gonna do it. Flip and, flip and do it. And she was like, you know, people can do it and have done a lot more with less, but like. Not her. Not me. <laughs> I have to have a plan. Because like, she was like, she had like, what, $20,000, like, saved? Yeah, because she was, like, she took a year off and she saved $20,000. She actually made videos of, like, how she did that, and I'm like, mm. um, but, like, <laughs> and, like, she was talking about that, but she recently made a video, she was like, I need structure, because that didn't work out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because, like, in the video, she was like, I'm actually for the 9 to 5 structure. Yeah. Um, she was like, I can do by myself, but, like, having the 9 to 5 structure it's essential yeah it's essential for her her, yeah because like it taught her like because like she was talking about like you know she had like the nine to five but also she's making youtube content Mm -hmm. she was like i was doing the same thing for both yeah and so it was like it kind of made sense for me to just kind of drop out yeah do my own things it's it's like i know i can do let's kind of start transitioning to where I just do it for myself because that in itself is also like a full-time job Mm because you know you're conceptualizing things yourself you're pitching things yourself you're producing things yourself so it's like double the stress yes and I actually talked about I've talked about that a lot this past year because I talked with a friend, like, not a mutual friend, but it was another friend. Because <laughs> I knew when I said that you were going to think, I talked to her about that too. But, like, I talked to another friend about that, how, like, it was, like, the glamorization of, like, working for yourself during the pandemic and all that kind of stuff. And I think kind of mentioned that here is, like, I know uh, Curry Goat had, like, a whole series. It was, like, that ain't for everybody. You know, and then also, because it's been glamorized, they don't tell you everything. They don't tell you like the nitty gritty and like what it actually is. They just say, "Hey, I made this much money in a thing, and you can too." And it's just like, no, um, like because yeah, Halise was like, "It's your job, yeah, that you have to do every day, and it's like on you, and yeah, it's like completely on you." And it's not like you have like a certain job where it's like whether that thing happens or not. If it doesn't much, you have the check. Mm-hmm. It's like. If you don't see this through, then you don't get money. Like you, you don't like. Yeah, it's like you have to be creative, even when you don't want to be. Yeah, and like that's kind of like a hard line to kind of go go about because it's like you can burn yourself out, and mm-hmm. you know it's like you don't stress, and yeah. you know 
ultimately this thing that you love is like also stressful to you. So it's like trying to find a balance of it mm-hmm. and also not trying like overworking yourself also. Yeah. Because like that's easy to do when it's like, okay, I need to make money. So you just, you know, try to get, keep things spinning. Yeah. Because like I, um, Jessica Dupart, uh, who is actually uh, the Brett's partner, um, I, I don't know I how, uh, <laughs> I stumbled into that, and like, she's like that, she she was, um, she did hair for a long time, and now like, she owns like a, a hair company called Kaleidoscope Hair Company, and she talked about that, I watched a podcast of hers, and she talked about like, what you were talking about, like, trying not to bring yourself out, but like, also trying to get money, and she was like, at one point, her her then partner was telling her, it's like, you have to slow down because, like, you've been doing, like, 10-hour days. And you, at one point, she had made it up to, like, 14-hour days. And she was like, I realized that I wasn't spending time with my kids. She had kids. She was like, I wasn't spending time with my kids. And she was like, I had to stop because, like, well, not stop. She had to slow down because she was like, I refused to stop. But she was like, I had to slow down a lot because, like, I was at the point where I was actually making money but I was still in that mindset of me just starting out and I, I got to do this. I got to do this. And she was like, it was basically tearing up all of her relationships. And so she was just like, I had to slow down because like, if I didn't, I wasn't going to like form any bonds with my kids. I was missing everything they did. Um, my partner at the time, they ended up splitting halfway because of that, because it's just like, you're never here. Like, I understand, like, you know, you're making money and I get it. And I appreciate it. But he was like, you're, like, never here. And, like, I'm worried about your health. And it was just, like, a whole bunch of things that she, like, talked about and how, like, for her in particular, like, a lot of stuff didn't change for a long time. But, like, somebody literally had to sit her down and be like, baby, you, you, you're making money. You're, you're all right. You, you can stop now. Like, you know, like. like, which, like are, which are two points that um, they both brought up where, like, Elise was like, I have a partner, so, like, you know, going from, like, you know, the 9 to 5 structure to, like, working for yourself, that's something you also have to work up with your partner, because, yes. like, that will hugely, that could hugely change, like, the dynamic of the relationship, mm-hmm. and then, um, I think it was, like, later on the video, and, like, Evelyn was just, like, she had, like, this financial advisor, and the financial advisor was, like, you have all this money, you need to spend your money. And she's like, but I need to save money. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because like once you get in that mindset, it's like you it's because it's one okay because one you've already had to deconstruct if you were really wanting to do this, you had to like deconstruct or like convert that nine to five to like doing your business, and that takes time to convert you into it. So it's gonna take time to convert you out of it, like or to convert you like into a, a slow down version of it. So it's just like. I need to see. I, I need to keep making money. Like, <laughs> why not keep making money? It's just like holding on to money. It's, yeah. it's just like I was just like herming all this money, and like my financial advisor was like, "You need a new computer, don't you?" Yeah. You need like she like you have all these needs that you have the means to handle now. Yeah. But you're just trying to like herd money because you're just like afraid that you won't you have, just have any. Yeah. Which is like you know a thing where it's just, like I think it's just kind of like. When you come from, like, not having a lot of money, it's just, like... You have to save. Like, and when you get to a point to where you can save, then you do, do you overdo it because you you know what nothing looks like. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, I don't want to be back there. So you're just, like, 
I gotta like like <laughs> to the point where like like you were talking about like it was it's like a detriment. You know, like it's like you have the means to further yourself, but you're you're kind of scared of just like seeing like I have spent the thing. Mm-hmm. It's and like, like a, a net loss. Yeah, like it's like I spent the thing. The thing is not here anymore. Even though, like you said, they, uh, she needed a new computer, and a new computer will help you with your business. You know, it's just like it's 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 thing because like you get to a point where you've already been in that risk phase where, like, you're not afraid to take risks, but at the same time, you're like, can't go back there. Well, yeah, and, like, another point that I brought up was, like, you have to take calculated risks. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're, you know, leaving the 9 5 structure to, like, work for yourself or freelance or whatever, it's a calculated risk, and, like, yeah. you know, some people need, like, more structure behind it than others, but... Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to take the calculated risk, you have to figure out, like, this is what... I need to survive and kind of just go from there. Yeah. And you also, like like I said, like, yeah, they, and you get to a point to where, like, it's like you've already did it. You've already did it. And it's like you can take the next step. And then, like, that's where the hoarding comes from. It's like the witch goes, like, I've done all I need to do to get to this point. And it's like the next step also requires a risk. Like, so, <laughs> but that one's on. Tiny more padded because you actually have done, you know, like you have the foundation now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's still scary. Oh, like. And then for Halee, she talked about, you know, like for her, a big help was, you know, becoming a, like an Adobe partner uh-huh. and like you know getting that money in there. She was like, she did a YouTube original. Yeah. And she was like, I got like a big chunk of money from that, and I just kind of held on to it, and I'm still kind of holding on to it because she has like this project she wants to start yeah and so she's just like you know she's trying to figure out how to get that started and so she's holding on to money for that reason but uh, they also like went into like their accounts because mm-hmm. they're like we have a personal account and a business account and like what does i think she asked definitely like what number what's the number where she can kind of breathe easy yeah and like when her savings gets to like x amount mm-hmm and, like, both of them were just, like, six to nine months of, like, for per- the person kind of, like, yeah. six to nine months of, like, you know, that they can live off of. Yeah. And, like, they're both just, like, we ain't that yet, but, you but know. But th- that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. So. Also, they're talking about, like, how much they made, and I was like, I make the same amount. They <laughs> <laughs> I can try. But also, it's like a thing of like financial literacy, because mm-hmm. when things, when different circumstances like lead you in different directions. Oh yeah. And so like, there are times where like you can get to things that like people. It's like you're like you make the same amount, but like different life experiences teaches you different ways to do things. So, like, <laughs> but yeah, I love police. I love Evelyn. I love both it's a great conversation so if you have the time go listen to it yeah so um speaking of creators um, <laughs> red and link have uh they they had been talking about this on ear biscuits to where they kind of wanted to step out of well not out of the norm like out of the norm of what they do now because like they started with commercials they started with skits and everything like back in the day because when they did commercial kings which was funny because i had a friend 
and I showed her a red link video. She was like, those are people that was on IFC Commercial Kings. And I was like, research, research. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like they were on a show and then they did like some more shows. Like, So they started in commercials and skits. And then they realized like transitioning to YouTube, YouTube liked that for a while, but like you have to change when YouTube changes if you want to make money on YouTube. And so like they kind of stuck in now their bread and butter is like Good Mythical Morning, but they kind of want to do skits again. And, like, they had been doing shorts, and they had been performing. Um, not to where they want to. They, they, they've been there. Um, and so, like, they also, they were like, also, you got two 40-plus-year-old men getting on the TikToks. And that was the whole thing. And that was that's what they talked about. They not only got on the TikTok, they did a TikTok long-thread skit, a long-thread horror skit. And so they were like, where we are, where we went. <laughs> like, they went on the complete opposite. And, like, so basically, like, they used to have, like, these live streams to where they would write a song on the live stream. Like, the whole live stream would be, like, devoted to, like, writing a song. And so, like, they were doing that. And then they, um, they kind of, like, played off of that. And then, like, so that was the start of the skit. And so, like, they were supposed to be doing a live stream, and they are supposed to be playing a song, but they're doing, like, a song on TikTok. They're writing a song. They were like, yeah, everybody's sending in their suggestions. Well, literally, we know it was not live. Um, like, they had did it months ago. And so, like, that was the start of the skit. And you had Red and Link in the creative house, and they were supposed to be writing a song. And then, like, Link had been gifted this album, and they finally started listening to it. And the album was good and haunted. <laughs> it, was, it was good and haunted. By this Can you hear the rain? Huh. The grudge? A little bit, because it was like this girl named Hazel Macon, but uh, she had the long Hazel hair. Who? Macon. She's a Hazel Bacon. No, Macon. Like Macon, <laughs> Georgia. Um, but yeah, she had like I the mean. long hair and the, stop. Um, she had like the long hair and like the, uh, you know, typical horror girl vibes. And so basically, it was Rhett sort of, he was trying to play a prank on Leak and like play the tape back and all that kind of stuff, but he didn't know that tape was haunted. And baby, things went awry. Uh, I'm not gonna get into all of it, but it was hilarious. And also, Rhett hit a woman upside the head with a, a branch. Um, like, <laughs> he said, "Gotta go." Um, <laughs> and so, like, yeah. And they talked about it, and like the skit ended. It was basically like ended on like a to be continued note, or like what happened to them. Also, it kind of combined like what they wanted to do. It was a skit. Um, it was a horror skit, and then also it was integrated with music because you know, like. They'd be singing. They'd be evangelical singers back in the day. So, you know, they, they, they were singing. Sing for Jesus. Yeah. And so, like, now. Lord, and I fell from grace, Lord. They're singing for secular reasons. Oh, my. Singing for Satan. Essentially. Oh, my. And so, like, yeah, they, uh, on Ear Biscuits, they talked about it and how, speaking of risk, and, like, with a little bit more padding, that was a risk for them because, like, out of the norm of what their core audience now is, it's like Good Mythical Morning, this is a horror skit from the people that be just eating shit on the internet. You know, it's just like, yeah, you're going to have, like, your core fans that be like, we love it. Because I liked it. It was cool because, you know, I like my horror shit. But they were, like, wanting to see would it actually perform, like, what they thought was an acceptable amount. And when they filmed the podcast... It was after they uploaded, but it wasn't after they had saw the numbers. So they were like, you know, this could have been a flop, but we don't know yet. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and so this week it will be like the follow-up to see like whether or not it was a flop. I actually enjoyed it, but like I said, I am a mythical fan. So it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm the core audience that's going to be kind of ride or die. There are some things that I just didn't 
we're not gonna talk about season 20 but i'm like but yeah it, it was great and i like it was horror comedy because like they were like we not go not laugh um <laughs> that's our thing we're not brand. yeah it's like we're not gonna just be out here blair witching it up like we're not doing that like um but i like to see them like branch off into like other things and i wonder like if this is successful enough for them like will they continue doing horror or like will they do like more serious skits or things like that like because that's kind of what they wanted to do in the beginning and it kind of like fell into YouTube and like fell into Good Mythical Morning where they can technically be themselves, which they're really grateful for, but they were like, we're at a point now that we can do that. We have the money to like do skits and they also talked about like how they're actually like have been taught, they were like, we've been in talk to a TV company and like a TV station and we kind of want to do show like an actual tv show like uh more on that if we get picked up like <laughs> so yeah like because were like we have things in the work because like we skits are our bread and butter skits what started us like on ifc it's like if you remember us from ifc and i just remember my friends you're like that's the weird people from the church on ifc <laughs> it's so, like yeah they, they, it's like they want to get back to the skits especially now that they've you know, separated themselves from the church, become better versions of themselves, more complete. Uh, talked about That's sex. Wholesome. Talked about sex for a whole month. That's uh, wholesome. <laughs> yeah, they been contaminated by the devil. Please stop. They're doing good mythical evening where they gonna be doing some stuff. Oh, good mythical stuff. <laughs> but pray yeah, for not pray for. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see how that does, and like on the next switch column, we'll see if whether or not that goes for it. <laughs> All right, so um, wrestling talk. Um, so the G one uh, climax was this past couple weeks. Um, it is a very long tournament, um, and so uh, I think I I have talked about Shamana before. Um, like he sustained like this serious injury where I think he had like some like inflammation in the brain. And, like a lot of stuff happened, uh-huh, uh-huh. and so like. It was like he'll you know never wrestle again, um, and then like he did some stuff before, um, when they brought in Kenta to New Japan, um, and like Kenta turned on them, and so like you know he's kind of been just like away training like the young lions, um, in L.A. because he's like the head trainer here, so, um, I, cause like I'm. I've not been keeping up with G1 comments because it comes on at like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, girl, no. <laughs> oh, girl, no. And so, like, I just catch like the highlights on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wake up Saturday morning, um, and I see Shabbata. And I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, bitch. Wait a minute. And so, what happened was, um, so Zach Chamber Jr. was like, you know, if Shabbata wants to go, I'll go. And so, um, they had an, a grappling exhibition. Mm. So it wasn't like a, a wrestling match. It was kind of like they were just kind of trading holds. Okay. But what magic it was. It's magic. That was enough. Like, you know. Because, <laughs> like, Shibata is a fantastic wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's just like his career was cut short due to injury. Yeah. And so, and like it wasn't like an injury where it's like you can just like rehab and come back from it. It was like no, you're this is it for you, your brain, yeah, and your nerves, and like you will be paralyzed, yeah. So it's like 
you know, to sit back in the ring, you know, he couldn't, you know, do like a, a stop of match. Yeah. But just see him in the ring, see him still go, it's just like, ah, think of beauty. Love to see it. So, last on my list, um, because I was going to do another one, but I'm going to wait till next week because the shit happens. Anyway, um, but last on my list is Five Nights at Freddy, uh, Containment breach was supposed to come out. <laughs> it was. It's kind of like the thing where you were talking about. It's like we waiting this week and then that happened. Mm. Uh, it was. Well, but this was actually supposed to come out the middle of this year. It's gonna be November. <laughs> and so, um, didn't. Uh, so that didn't happen. That's so like you go away. We are. Um, and so like yeah, that didn't happen. But uh, in that waiting. They, I think, it started at the beginning of this month on the Five Nights at Freddy page, which I forgot what the thing. Um, they started putting up little uh, YouTube videos, and you go to the YouTube video, baby, it's a whole ass animation. I said, what this? I said, I can wait if this is, y'all are dropping animations, and they were dropping literally like three minute animations every week. And I said, hold up, hold up, hold up. And it turns out, obviously, these were trailers for like Containment Breach. And so, like, but my thing is, I'm like, so are we going to see, like, animated Freddy and Foxy and stuff? Because, like, that shit was great. Because it was, like, kind of, like, Hanna-Barbera-ish style. It's, like, giving me real Scooby-Doo. Um, you know, we got the running and then the unmasking of the got thing. Yikes. Huh. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's also funny because, like, hearing Freddy Fazbear talk, I'm like, baby, you ain't got no like like it's like it's a little talk about creepy um but yeah like my guy was talking everybody was talking they were giggling they were just you know unmasking villains but it was funny because they were unmasking foxy and he was like don't do that like he was like don't touch me i'm like (laughs) but yeah so like each week you would have like this little three minute short and then you would have a basically like a who's who it would be like a new villain quote-unquote villain like for the game at the end of the thing and then it would show like the containment breach logo and then have like these random six numbers which is basically what we're getting now is the release date and so like they started the first one and then the second one happened the second happened in a different location but everybody was noticing it's like we're not gonna fuss but this is the same animation like you know like i know animation's hard like me especially i was like i'm not gonna say shit um like i know animation's hard but i was like this is the same animation and it kept happening but because you know through the research the lore whores um and we were like oh it's a part of the thing and so like each week also the video would get like grainier and like more pixelated and it have like glitches and stuff going on and we we're like oh we see what's going on here and so like the last one dropped last week and baby that <laughs> we couldn't see what was happening it was like they were like what's going on and so like at the end of the video it was vanny who was the villain of the last game which i was like i've written whole last game not even about purple guy who knew oh uh, but like who was like been the main villain of five nights of freddy since it started but yeah so vanny who was like the new villain she pops up and i said oh shit uh, because she said, you thought that man was doing bad, baby. I'm the devil. She said, I, I have stuff to do, and I have children's souls to collect. Um, and so she popped up. She said, everybody having fun yet? And so, like, and then her eyes started glowing, and everybody lost their shit. Um, and so, like, yeah, 
we know now because I was listening to this one dude. He was like doing like live reactions, and he was like, "It's not gonna come out till twenty twenty two. You know, like it's gonna be next year." And at the end of this one, it released it released like the actual year, and it's coming out this year. So I was hoping for you know a Halloween release. Then it happen. Oh, um, they said, "Don't be too uh, you know." Chill out. We're coming this year, but uh, chill out with all that. Like when we're ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's probably gonna be like at the end of November or something like that. But yeah, um, because it's like the little numbers. It's like a one something something twenty one. It's just like okay, okay. So it's coming out this year. It's gonna be like at the end of somewhat, either end of November, end of December. You know, hey, give us a Christmas present. It's cool. You know, we we'll love. Um, but yeah, uh, that's been coming out. I just like to see like how that as a franchise has, like, grown because it's, like, you can tell me in 2016 that I was going to have a Freddy Fazbear animation, even if it's just, like, a trailer, a three-minute animation? Come on now. Like, <laughs> like I love, like, seeing how much it's grown and even though, like, Scott has left for his reasons, um, popping out babies. Um, like, <laughs> popping out babies and saying problematic things. Um, <laughs> like, we gotta, we gotta let him go. <laughs> but Fazbear lives on. Fazbear is, uh, you know, hmm. But, um, yeah, after that, like, seeing it, kind of funny, like, after you left, like, seeing that flourish. But, uh, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, just seeing that really, like, got me going. I'm just, like, it's, it's almost a thing of, like, my two faves. It's, like, you got your animation, you got your fans bears. I'm, like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck this game's going to be about, but they were, like, this is going to be a big game because, like, uh, you got levels, you got different people, you got, like, you have a main character now that you will actually get to see. Like, it won't be, like, you know, static room thing. That's been gone. But, like, so you're, like, it's basically, like, playing in, like, a mall. And I'm just, like, who is this little boy? Like, you know, like, this whole thing. And, like, you're obviously going to be playing against Vanny. She out to get you. Um, And so it's, it's just good stuff. And I'm hoping that it comes in November, probably December. I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. So... Things that were on time for spooky season. Um, <laughs> Lock and Key season two. Have you ever seen season one? Oh, okay. I know, I know about it, but I don't. Okay. So the locks are back. Um, <laughs> Kenzie, Tyler, Bodie, Nina, Andy, uh, Duncan. Come on, Nina. Um, <laughs> redheaded white woman. <laughs> Love her though. Um, Darby Stanfield from Scandal. My girl. Um, Poor woman. Uh, also, uh, oh, I don't know why I thought about the Emily's kid. I mean, I thought about Valentine's. I'm sorry, that has nothing to do with this. But um, so you know, the um, lock kids. You know, they got the keys. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought they got rid of Dodge. Um, they did not. Um, and because you know, everybody's like, beginning of the series, everybody's like, we got rid of Dodge. Everything's gonna be great. And yeah. like, Boated the the uh, youngest was just like. Are we sure, though? I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he wasn't wrong. Cause, um, yeah. Dodge is still in her kicking. And Dodge also, um, at the end of the series, last series, um, you know, they found this, like, place. And, like, a thing happened. And a thing went into a person. And so now, like, Dodge has a lackey. Okay. And so, uh, Cause and Ruckus there. Um, I will say this season they got things moving fast. <laughs> we gotta go. 
Because, like, by the second episode, spoilers, heavy spoilers. Oh, goodness. Spoilers for Lock and Key. Spoilers okay. for Lock and Key. Spoilers for Lock and Key. You've been warned. You've, you've been, been warned. warned. All right. Um, so there was, like, this character that was, like, she was, like, okay, so the whole story was, like, you know, their father had the keys as well, and his friends were doing the same thing that these kids and their friends are doing, mm-hmm. which was, they had the keys, and then Dodge came, and yeah. then I was, like, we gotta get rid of Dodge. Um, didn't work out. Um, it seems to never do. Well, so my dad, um, <laughs> and so, like, one was, like, this lady, her name was Ellie, and, like, she was in this catatonic state. Mm. So she was, she was like conscious, but like she was just kind of there. Yeah. Um, and so episode two, they're like, okay, we gotta, we, we, she knows something. We gotta, we gotta help her. And so, you know, they have the key where you can go to the mine. And so they go, they find her. And she'd been locked inside her mind since she was. 16 in the real world. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I was like, there's, it's a thing, you know, to bring it back and she's like 40. Um, I was like, maybe there's trauma there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, like, I don't know. When I was 16, now I'm 40. Can um, you imagine? Well, like, no, what, not what she went through with standing, just doing that. Trauma already. Like, <laughs> well, no, it's like, they find her. They're like, um, we're so and so's kids. Who? Do you know how long you've been here? No. Because, <laughs> like, um, Tyler is like almost 18. And she's been in her mind since she was 16. So she, like, she presented herself as like 16 years old. Yeah. So it's like. Huh. Cause she's like, oh, this is a friend, it's my age, and it's like, nope. Uh, <laughs> and like, they do sh- like shed some light to her that, that she is like somewhat aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause like she was like, she talked to Nina, and she was like, he came by like one holiday, and like he, I think it was like the holiday we all met, and like he was like, she's the one. It's like he told me about you before, so I remember you, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, so. She's like, baby, Dodge here. She gotta go, and cause like they were like, Dodge is gone, cause you know this before they figured this, out yeah. Dodge was still around. I was like, Dodge is gone. She was like, okay, cool. And so like she was like, well, I'll stay at your there. Like she can stay with us. So like your trust fund kicks in, yeah. and then she was like, I get my trust fund. I'm I'm out. I'm going to do woods. She was like, but I don't want to bother nobody. Yeah. Um, and um, they also we like, got a lot of the process. Oh my. <laughs> And so then it was like, Dodge back. She's like, okay. Dodge gotta go. <laughs> um, she didn't make it. But um, <laughs> also they were trying to figure out like, because adults can't remember magic. Which was like one of the reasons they brought her back was they were like, they figured out how to make her remember magic. Which was something like that the um, lady that they thought was Dodge, that was not Dodge, that they threw into the abyss. Um, Last season, I told them, was like, they remember magic because, like, they did something. And they're like, okay, so we done threw her in. (laughs) She's our only hope. We got to help her. And so she was like, yeah, we did a thing. We remember magic. Also, we kind of messed up Duncan in the process because, like, Duncan remembered nothing. Ella came to the house. He said, who are you? 
he's like, lady, you keep talking to me like I know you. I've never seen you before in my life. Oh. And so, and like, her whole thing was like, what we did to him was not right. I need to fix it. Baby, they they took that man memories. Because, like, they found, like, these jars uh-huh. or, like, this, like, glue and stuff. And, like, it was his memories. And I was like, we, we got to put him back. But they put him back and then he was just, like, having, like, all these random flashes. Yeah. It was, like, not the right way. Yeah. <laughs> we did it wrong. Like. <laughs> and so, like, Duncan was just, like, I need to rest. Or it was just, like, like, he worked on this car, like, all day. And then, like, he needs the food. I'm drinking some water. That was it. But yeah, and so, you know, Dodge was, you know, around here, dodging. <laughs> um, Eden was, oh, wow. <laughs> Eden was a hassle, because, um, you know, she's a demon, and so she's like, uh, what do people, um, she ate, like, the popcorn boy's neck. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Episode one, and like, I was just like, What are you doing? We gotta clean this up. <laughs> and so it's just like, Dodge trying to like keep a low profile, trying to get the keys, also trying to keep um, Eden from fucking everything. Else. Doing whatever Eden does. <laughs> so, but yeah, Lock and Key season two, they got things a popping. I don't know if they're going to come back for, like, another season. Maybe they don't. Um, they said we got the juice. Because, <laughs> like, they left it on, like, a cliffhanger. And, like, the last, the name of the last episode was Cliffhanger. Wow. Um, so they left it on a big cliffhanger. Because, um, you know, we got a new character. And, you know, we go back to Colonial Times now. Whoa, okay. <laughs> so, cliffhangers, central. Um, don't know where it would go from here. But um, it will be fun. The season two was also fun. Also very horror. Like if you want some horror, it gave it to you. All right. Well, good as it. That's it. Well, we thank you for listening to this week's podcast. And we'll be back next time. Yeah, and now I'm going to try to upload the podcast sometime. Uh, <laughs> Bye! <laughs> the struggle bus. Bye! Oh.